0: Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for December eleventh, 2020. I'm James Lee. Each Friday, we take a look at the most recent and interesting events and trends related to consumer and business data security and privacy. As difficult a year as 2020 has been, there have been some encouraging trends that we've talked about on previous episodes, like the fact that cybercriminals seem to be less interested in consumer information resulting in a significant drop in data breaches and the number of people impacted by them. The same cannot be said of a companion crime, security breaches. Generally speaking, you can't have a mass data breach without also experiencing a cybersecurity failure. But it is possible to have a security breach without impacting consumer data. And that's what is dominating the news from the cybersecurity world as we wrap up 2020. I would give all of my fame for a pot of ale and safety, Shakespeare wrote in Henry V. That's a trade many cybersecurity professionals would welcome this week, and why we are calling this episode a cure for what ails security. The event that has turned the cybersecurity community on its head involves two of the largest and most widely used tech companies, FireEye, a cybersecurity provider, and SolarWinds, a software company. FireEye supports large organizations around the world with tools that detect and defend against cyber attacks. When companies and governments are attacked, FireEye often gets the call to figure out what happened and how. SolarWinds claims to help more than 33,000 companies, including virtually all of the Fortune 500, and every major agency in the United States government. SolarWinds software helps organizations with large, complex computer systems manage their networks and their devices. Last week, FireEye revealed their tools to detect and block sophisticated cyber attacks, the kinds launched by governments, not garden-variety cybercriminals, had been stolen thanks to a security breach. A few days later, the U.S. Treasury and Commerce Departments announced they had been hacked, followed the next day by announcements from the Departments of Homeland Security and State, as well as the National Institutes of Health, that those agencies had also been hacked. This week, we learned that a highly sophisticated attack was launched by threat actors believed to be affiliated with Russia's State Security Service. The way the attackers infiltrated these government agencies and FireEye was through a software update from Solar Winds that was issued months ago. SolarWinds has said as many as 18,000 customers may be affected by the malware inserted by the attackers into the SolarWinds update. So what does that mean for consumers? Well, it's too early to tell, frankly. So far, there is no indication that the nation-state attackers were after consumer information. These groups tend to be interested in information that can be used for intelligence or espionage, not making money by stealing and selling consumer information. There's another reason to believe that consumer data may be safe. The SolarWinds software itself does not access or manage consumer data. Think of SolarWinds as a traffic cop. They can tell you what businesses are on a street and how to get there, but they can't take you there and open the door for you. With enough time and motivation, the cyber attackers may have been able to wander around to SolarWinds customers' networks to access some consumer information but experts do not believe that that has happened on a mass scale, look for more information after the first of the year. We know about this because of laws and regulations that require organizations, even government agencies, to issue breach notices informing people impacted by a security or a data breach. Many of those rules do not set a specific timeline for when a notice must be issued. But that's about to change for banks governed by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, otherwise known as the FDIC. For the past 15 years, the FDIC rules only required that regulators be notified of a data or security breach within a reasonable period of time. This week, though, the FDIC approved a new regulation that sets the notification period at 36 hours whenever there is a security issue or systems failure that has a significant impact on operations. That's stricter than the 72 hours notice required by the state of New York, the strictest notification law in the U.S. The FDIC rule only requires regulators to receive a notice, though. Public notices are still governed by state laws. It's hard to believe that this is our 23rd episode of 2020. It's also our last episode of the year. We'll be back in January to share more insights into data breaches and identity trends. If you have questions about how to protect your information from data breaches and data exposures, visit idtheftcenter.org, where you'll find helpful tips on this and many other topics. If you think you have already been the victim of an identity crime or a data breach, and you need help figuring out what to do next, contact us. You can speak with an expert advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, or exchange emails during our normal business hours. Just visit idtheftcenter.org to get started. Until next year, from everyone at the ITRC, have a safe, happy, and healthy holiday.